This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. George, you've been checking in with friends and family across the country doing FaceTime and, and calling folks. I know you've got a lot of family up north. How's everybody doing during all this? Doing well. You know, my sister is a, a coronavirus survivor. She went through it and her daughter as well. It was very rough, let's put it that way. Um, bilateral pneumonia, mm. long recovery, very, very painful. You know, I spoke to her the other day at length and uh, it was interesting. It was uh, about five o'clock and my sister Karen, she goes, oh my goodness, hear the sirens. She goes, something's mm. going on, the sirens. And what it was, they had been doing it at 7 p.m., but for some reason they changed it. The healthcare workers shift, they were doing 12 hour shifts. Okay. Ends, it begins and ends at seven, so a new group. And everybody to acknowledge healthcare workers was honking the horns, police were doing the sirens, fire departments are doing it, so I had to acknowledge it. Oh, and I said, awesome. isn't that just the coolest thing? Um, but it, you know, my town, of Huntington, where I grew up, my sister said there's over 1,000 cases Whoa. in the town. She goes, George, this is not to be messed with. It is some serious stuff. So don't, uh, folks, it's the old saying, it's, it's not a problem until it is. You don't want to put yourself in harm's way. This thing by no means, it seems to hit its apex, but it's still deadly. It's still out there. So you know, be very cautious and uh, take the advice of my, my sister who's on the front line as a as a nurse who's, who's, who's also been through this, it's, it's serious, serious stuff. The restrictions have been lightened around here. We just want you to be safe no matter what's going on, especially if you're high risk listening today. And we'll get through it all. I'm still kind of quarantining at home, George. I've got some family that's high risk and I need to be able to be available to them. So I'm at my home studio. You're at your studio at the office. And I checked in with a few friends around the country, virtually, of course, not over the phone, through the handy dandy iPhone video calls. You can get a lot done. But I asked a few of them if they had known that the financial part of this crisis was coming, what would they have done differently with their money? Here's what they had to say. What I would do differently? That's a really good question that I wish I had a better answer to, other than to say maybe pay more attention to the way things are going. Um, I'm one of those guys that kind of lets it ride, and maybe that's not the best way to be, but that's how I've always done it. So I feel really terrible saying this, but now that coronavirus has affected the economy, I actually feel like we have financially benefited. Even though my husband just got laid off, there have been some great things, like we're refinancing our home to pay lower mortgage payments. The day after it was announced a pandemic, we invested in the stock market. So we actually got to take advantage of the really low stock prices. If I would have known this was coming, I would have taken my mutual funds that I have in aggressive growth mutual funds and put it into bonds. Traditionally, that's what I've heard is like the lowest risk type thing you could put it in. But I haven't really done any research to see if that was actually the case. Okay, so my last friend there, obviously, he's focused on risk, which is exactly what you are focused on for your clients. My middle friend there, she is going, okay, things are on sale. Let's buy some more stock. And my first friend, he's going, I'd always hang in there. I guess that's what I'd still do. A, are my friends idiots, I guess? I I don't know. (laughs) Well, you know, it's uh, opinions. They're like noses. (laughs) Everybody's got one. (laughs) Something's on on sale. It's an interesting perspective. I, I, I get a kick out of... When somebody said, you know, they buy something and they say, I, I saved, you know, say something was $3,000, that's $1,000 off. You spent $2,000 for this product, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody said, I saved $1,000. No, you just spent 2000 mm-hmm. <laughs> It didn't mm-hmm. save. Okay. It didn't. It's, a, it's like the same thing with stocks. It's kind of a, 
you know, it's only worth what someone's willing to, to buy it for and what somebody's willing to sell it for. Right. Right. I don't think by any means we're, we're done with this. We had a nice perk up in the mm-hmm. markets, but economic indicators are, are quite severe out there on, on the ne- negative side. So, you know, just buyer beware. It's more of a, uh, a timeline. Okay. Uh, than anything, you know, Wall Street thinks since it's smaller time increments, uh, the only advantage we really have over Wall Street taking money away from us is to uh, think in a different timeline. Mm-hmm. And that would be when do you need this money? Trying to do market timing, it's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. People get lucky once in a while. It's like going to Vegas. They think they got to figure it out. And they realize, no, the house always wins over the long, mm-hmm. long haul. So just be very cautious. If I may, too, uh, bring some wisdom into this. Have you heard of uh, Charlie Munger? Does that name ring a bell? Charlie Munger. No, it doesn't. You've heard of Warren Buffett. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, this is his business partner. Okay. For many years. Uh, he's now 96 years of age. Wow. Still sharp. They had a little brief article on him in the Wall Street Journal uh, a week ago, and they asked him about which way the market's going to go. He said he wouldn't even hazard a guess as to how long the downturn might last or how bad it could be. Quote, Nobody in America has ever seen anything else like this. Said okay, Mr. and Munger. again, this man is 97 years old. Yeah. He has seen everything. 96, don't push him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. But he has seen more than any of us, most of us listening at least. And he's saying, guys, this has never happened before. Quit yeah, asking he, questions like that. Who he's knows? Like, this, this thing is different. Everybody talks as if uh, they know what's going to happen, and nobody knows what's going to happen. That's really where you have to kind of leave it in, in there and say, so you're talking about your, your finances out there and go, okay, you know, we've got a little salvation with, with the market perked up for a couple of weeks, and uh, it's not as doesn't look as bad as it did uh, last month by any means. Is it a good time to get on the sidelines? Well, you know, that's really where you talk to a you know, financial professional. Gonna go out there and say, "Hey, do I have enough? Did I, you know, I have enough? Did I win the game? Can I take a knee?" Mm-hmm. Or that might be if your timeline is six months to a year, two years out. What if we go into a deep recession because of this? And that's everyone's fear. I mean, you look sure. at the unemployment numbers, George, and regardless of restrictions, some people are still not going and spending like they were. Yeah, most of us listening are afraid that a recession is coming. And from what I've learned from you and other people is that often you don't know you're in a recession until you're out of it. Yeah, you know, there's nothing more fun than sticking your own opinion out there and telling people what to do and and sounding self-important. Somebody in my position here, the responsibility of being on the radio, talk to people is to say, you know, this is your money. You're the only one that knows really what your situation is. You need to talk to somebody about this and say, is this, am I going to be okay? Do I need to do re- some repositioning? This is what I'm thinking. This is what my wife is thinking. You know, really sitting down and looking at it in your own personal economy. And these are your core values. You know, listening to your neighbor mm-hmm. uh, could be quite disastrous. So be very, very cautious. This is, we're going into, as Mr. Munger said, these, these are unknown times we're in and we're going to be in for, for quite a period of time. You know, we're starting to get people back on the street and starting to open things up. Is it too early? You know, I pray to God, no. But if it is, we're going to see a big uptick and it's going to get shut down again. Mm -hmm. This thing is not figured out. So caution is really where you want to be. You know, write that on your forehead. Uh, Proceed with caution. It's very dangerous. It's like going around a a corner with uh, no guardrail. You don't know how severe that corner is going to be. I think it's prudent to what? Go slow, Mm -hmm. right? You can't undo this stuff. So, you know, without sitting here getting people a little depressed, which is not the intent of this program, (laughs) is to bring a little bit of wisdom, some guidance out there, is to really stop, pause, take a look, see where you stand, and going, you know, if you're in your early 30s listening to this and say, I've got a long 
time in front of me before I need this money? Well, absolutely. It's completely different than somebody who's in their late 50s, 60s, or in retirement in their 70s who's really depending on this money. Mm -hmm. You know, just thinking stocks are a deal right now, you know, if you want to go ahead and invest some of your money, there is some great opportunity for, for the long term. But by no means, by no means would you put your standard of living at risk gambling to see if the stocks are going to continue to go on. They might be suppressed for a number of years before we see anything. And a number of these companies, folks, are going to be gone. Mm, yeah. There are many companies that will not survive this. Mark sadly. my words on that, sadly. And uh, this happens. You're kind of clearing out the, the week, and uh, some people are just in the wrong time in the wrong place. And just proceed with caution. You know, you made a Vegas analogy earlier about how it's up and down, and sometimes you do well, sometimes you don't. I mean, at least in Vegas, they're walking around with free drinks for this process, <laughs> for you to deal with everything. <laughs> Wall Street is a terrifying place to be if you're near retirement or already there. And especially, George, a lot of people who are receiving their 401k statements in the mail are a little nervous to open them up right now to see how much their retirement has changed. I would assume that that's the wrong approach to take, and we need to be paying attention because changes might need to be made now more than ever. Am I right? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. And right, you're uh, getting to a point. I'm learning in this position. You can do it for me. I can just take the day off, and you can talk. <laughs> you're getting no. good. You know, there, there's a certain head in the sand mentality. If I don't look at it, it's not bad. There is a little bit of wisdom in there as well. Okay, how? You know, people that look every day at their accounts up and down, up and down. These swings have just absolutely mm-hmm. been a, unbelievable. The volatility in capital letters, it would absolutely drive you mad. It also could drive you mad lead to some really poor decision-making where mm-hmm. emotions kick in. And emotions are the detriment to every investor. Cool heads prevail. You know, Making smart plays prevail. Sticking with your plan prevails. We want to you know, it is, what's the old thing? Old plans go to the wayside when the bullets start flying. That's true. You know, well, we did this and then it really happened. Like, I don't like this. This is awful. And you run away and you go out there. Well, why did you put this plan together? That's what we do. You make minor adjustments. It's more of a tactical adjustment than a strategic mm-hmm. you know, adjustment to someone's retirement plan. One thing that's out there, too, is there might be a lot of people being forced to retire sooner rather than later. Right. They were planning three or four years, and you might be coming up on some early retirement options, some people giving some offers out there, companies coming to you and saying, is that the right play? You just, again, you need to talk to probably not just one person, but several people uh, to get to learn. This is a major decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, People just saying, listen, you're 62. We just don't have room for you here anymore, Jim, and I'm sorry. Good luck. So you've got a suppressed market, and uh, you're being laid off. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.